Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Sleep optimization is probably the most important thing you can do. If there's one thing that you focus on, it's that. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Manzilla podcast. Thanks so much for being with us. I am Gavin. I'm going to be your host for today. And we've got a cracking show coming up. This has been a really, really fun show and really eye-opening show to record today. Uh, It is with a guy called Tim Gray, who is known as Tim the Biohacker on Instagram. And he is a phenomenal chap, a really interesting guy. And he's someone I've followed for a while, actually, on social media, not in real life. Um, <laughs> I think that would be a bit strange, wouldn't it? Stalking him, effectively. But no, I followed him on social for a while. And, and Tim's, Tim's a really engaging guy. I, I, I think he's, when you check out his posts, when you see what he talks about, you just learn loads of little bits. You learn, learn loads of little tips and tricks how you can potentially hack your life and get the most out of you know, your own health and, you know, not everything is going to work for you. Not everything is going to be, you know, applicable, but, you know, I, I find it really interesting to see what you can take from little bits that he puts out there to apply to your own lifestyle. I'm now inspired to try Bulletproof Coffee and see what it can do for me potentially. That's when you put sort of butter and a couple of other ingredients inside low toxin coffee beans, basically. Um, so yeah, loads of interesting things on there. And I really hope that you enjoy this show. This was Uh, filmed and recorded in Tim's garden. Um, I really hope you enjoy this one. This is myself and Tim Gray talking on the Manzilla podcast. Everything I've learned about health or health optimization and biohacking over the last pretty much 10 years, um, I like to listen to all the detail that everyone else talks about and then distill it into digestible chunks so that it speaks to the layman because everyone in the health space already knows a lot of this stuff. Um, or um, yeah it's really in in the detail but that doesn't make it accessible to everyone else so really that's why I've labeled um, it health optimization and says biohacking even okay. though one's a funky term and one isn't yeah. they're both the same thing so yeah. yeah I mean I got into it because um, I got ill right um, and uh, the doctors just seem to keep on giving me other pills and uh, various other things and didn't seem to be able to help me sure so uh, one week I was in the doctors five times, five days in a row. Um, yeah. And that was quite a wake up moment for me. And I remember breaking down and um, but almost wanting it to end because it was just so extreme. And I'd gone from a really oh, gosh. Uh, busy business guy that was running multiple companies 
and loving it and always thought that illness was a weakness and in the mind yeah, of course. To, to the point of not being able to go into work and I said to the doctor you know what's wrong with me and he shrugged his shoulders and said I don't know this you know we can't find anything so that's when I went home and started researching on the internet on forums in groups on blogs um, and and it kind of went from there and I didn't know what biohacking was for pretty much five years so I was researching doing that testing out loads of different things on my health from from liver flushes to gut cleanses to you know 30-day juice diets which is uh, yeah um, and various things in between various supplements before I knew it was you know widely done and yeah. until I heard about bulletproof coffee one day and yeah. uh, the ketogenic <laughs> diet this was okay. like five years ago yeah and realized I was a biohacker through and through and been doing it a very long time, unbeknown to me. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's how I got into it. Wow, nice man. Yeah, well we are, I have to say, we are barefoot in your garden here. And um, this is something called earthing, isn't it? So earthing yeah. is what exactly and how does it help us? So. I didn't talk about earthing for a very long time because mm. um, it's always considered woo-woo. Right. It's like usually the yoga girls are in the garden or in the park doing yoga and they say they feel amazing and it's very woo. Um, but I like to talk about things that are quantifiable yeah. and that actually work. And it wasn't until um, I heard about Clint Ober's work and um, Dr. Jim Oshman as well and all about uh, how the body is an electrical thing yeah and um how earthing is part of our whole uh body's requirements i guess and when everything that i'm, I'm i talk about generally links back to evolutional uh evolution evolutional side of things as well mm. because um we evolved without shoes and so if we if we evolved to this point or if we got to this point and we survived that means the stuff we were doing was working but in the last hundred years especially the last 50 years we've been getting sicker and sicker and sicker but we've been living longer and longer and longer yeah you know resuscitation or various other therapies that keep us alive but we're not necessarily healthier so i trust the data of the last you know hundred thousand years two hundred thousand years of evolution maybe more depending on your beliefs yeah um or not and um and so when someone says, well, you should connect with the ground, it's, it's logical that we should because it survived. Yeah. Um, and then when I saw um, a piece of work, which was a red blood cell under live blood analysis, the red blood cells were clumped together before grounding. 40 minutes later, you look at the red blood cells and they're equidistant and flowing as they should do, yeah. i.e. the blood's thinner and moving around and, and circulating around the body better and getting to where it should be. And it's like there's something in that because it's electrical charge and that makes sense. And then um, I saw a thermo thermography um, piece about grounding, the body before and after, so inflammation or heat in the body, and how the um, thermography changed so significantly after 40 minutes of grounding. And then I, I saw somewhere that you could actually quantify it with a multimeter. So you get a multimeter, like for testing electrical circuits, and you hold one side of it, you put the other in earth, um, and then make sure you're not earthed and look at your body voltage. And then as soon as you put your foot on the ground or on an earthing mat or, you know, earthing product and connect with the ground, you see your body voltage come down to zero. And so it's like, actually, yes, this, this is really doing something in me. And uh, often when you sit in the grass, you go, actually, I do feel calmer. I do feel good. And that's because we we get positive photons from the sun which is energy that's why it's light is energy um, and all different forms of light are energy including LED light which 
we didn't evolve with so it can give people migraines because it's got a flicker rate um, but when you're getting positive photons from the sun and when we're connecting with the ground we're getting free electrons and so those free electrons basically find free radicals yeah they pair and they make it a stable molecule which then re reduces inflammation in the body and means that the body works as it should so in a very simple form is we are a bio circuit board so when we're standing on the ground and we're getting sunlight we are a battery in between so we're getting both ends of it both both positive and negative yeah, yeah when we're not we're only just getting sunlight now the funny thing is is sunburn is actually an inflammatory response and often people with the worst gut health get most burnt right. now since i fixed my gut balanced my omega oils added in some astaxanthin which i'll talk about another time yeah and done grounding i don't burn anymore really? whereas i used to burn in under 10 minutes my whole life whoa, whoa, and wait, so yeah it's just like well we were meant to get sun while we were grounding so it shows that for me grounding works on an n equals one basis i.e the, the the test subject one person it's worked absolutely like 100 times over perfectly um night or day difference and with many people i know with joint issues or health issues and anxiety sitting in the grass for five minutes for instance mm -hmm. even brings anxiety down and calms people down it's giving us free electrons which yeah. is an antioxidant getting rid of free radicals free radicals are obviously not good enough in too big yeah. a quantity so it all comes together so it's quantified and then i talk about it yeah. and, and until that point I, I keep it to myself i test it out and then i talk about it so, yeah 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 so that's why that's why we got our shoes off in the garden today because it's just like i bet you don't do it too often you know you've grown your presence a lot through social media and i remember following you very early on and seeing how you've grown like this sort of mindset and mm. I think it's really great how you've done it and how would you suggest that how would you say that you've actually done that what, what's the sort of like the key for you and your growth in social media and what you've been doing what you've been what your message has been it's a really bloody good question um <laughs> and long-winded as well <laughs> no it's, it's good uh, I think the first thing is I was taught uh, about seven or eight years ago by my mentor yeah follow the fun stop worrying about everything and follow the fun and i think and this is a big life lesson for me especially if i think it's good for your audience if i yeah. i wouldn't normally on a on a health solely health related podcast but i think for your audience this is probably good like i i often because i've been in psychology for pretty much 20 years of my life and i applied that to marketing and not in a, a manipulative sense more understanding the value within things yeah. and communicating them yeah. therefore if it is a good product or a good thing people will understand that and buy it and in if the value isn't there for them they won't it's not you know the dark arts manipulation stuff which sure I'm, I'm very strongly against um now um because of my background in psychology and i've i entered that through wanting to understand myself better and communicate better and it's been a big journey it's been a very fun one but one of the things that i'd ask everyone from everyone I meet is if there was one word that hang, hung above your head yeah. that always drove you what would it be now I remember asking my cousin once and now my word was always success yeah always success before I I guess got into the health journey it was always success so for instance if I'm in my car I want to look successful if I'm in a suit and I would live sleep breathe in a three-piece suit with a pocket square and everything the whole yeah, time yeah, now yeah. i mean obviously i'm in a hoodie yeah. with a steve jobs t-shirt and torn jeans but the point yeah. is i would not feel valuable 
if or valued or of any worth if I wasn't wearing things like that yeah. so it's the inner, inner worth and it's like success so and I remember seeing a guy walking down um, near Bond Street somewhere in a beautiful three-piece suit with a um, a neck scarf Gucci one with a pocket square coming out and a £3,000 Lynx bag or whatever and I remember thinking that Screams is insecurities right there like he's <laughs> not comfortable in his own skin or you know in anything what does that mean about me so if I take that back to what does you know, successful so if I'm trying to be successful in everything that's actually looking successful that's an insecurity and I need people to understand that there is more to me i.e. success yeah um so if I was in a nightclub, for instance, not that I enjoy those, but I'd want to look successful because that's what I think people value, i.e. would that get me a woman? Sure, yeah. When I asked my cousin, 10 years my junior, a cockier version of mine, yeah. of me, <laughs> yeah. um, he said, fun. And I said, okay. So he said, yeah, when I'm, like, for instance, in the nightclub, he, he wants to have fun. He doesn't care what people think of him. He's having fun. And as a result, that attracts people because they know his value. And I'm like, hang on a minute. So my behavior is to act successful, which doesn't necessarily work. And it just screams my insecurities. His is to have fun and that works for him. And people know that he's a cool guy. So I'm doing it the wrong way around. And then my mentor in psychology just happened to say, follow the fun when I was talking to him once. And then that changed it. That changed my, I feel my inner worth. Um, I stopped caring what people thought so much. I decided to follow the fun and that's why everything that I do on my Instagram, and this is the re- this is relevant yeah. to your question, sorry if it's a long-winded one. No, no, one, no, it's great. It's is, um, I follow the fun. So if there's something I think that's going to help with my health or performance or make me feel happier or have better emotions or put value out into the world to help people, I will do it. Yeah. And I will test the arse off of it so I know it works or not. Yeah. And then I communicate it as realistically as I can. Um, and I think one of the things is that one thing, like when you watch some... Um, some TV shows or reality TV a lot of it's quite staged or fake still and it makes me like feel I don't know incongruent like it's not being real and I like to convey really as it is behind the scenes the whole time so that's really that's really where I sit Um, and that's what I'm doing on Instagram so balancing the value of what I've learned and communicating it showing I guess my story as it happens because I'm documenting it for me yeah and yeah people can learn from it it's not i'm putting it out there for everyone <laughs> what's the the kind of impact that that has had on people that you people that follow you and have, have sort of taken your advice and also mm. um you know the industry what, what's the kind of like feedback effectively um i get a few critics yeah. obviously um and that's often it's interesting some people say a few people have said that um i i'm I'm evil really interesting yeah but it's funny it's the ones that have said that well there's a saying is we see in others that that we have in ourselves yeah yeah, and it's funnily enough the one the people I know or people in the industry that have got the darker side themselves that seem to sit in me but I'm just following the fun and trying to help people I really am yeah and sure I've got to have some form of fairly strong ego to want to be on a stage or talk about this stuff but at the same time the intent is to help people yeah and smack them around the face with stuff that really help them for their own good and and sharing the cool stuff that I've learned and the stuff that hasn't so I think that's one piece so the second piece is that I've had a lot of people saying that I've helped change their life yeah. and especially with the summit like people have found friends and um, you know there's new companies or brands started up and people have got careers and 
um, they said I've helped a lot, which is really nice. It's yeah. really nice to hear. I don't, I can't keep up with all the stimulus of it because unless you know that person and you see the impact, you don't necessarily appreciate it, yeah. if that makes sense. So another message is just another message, but, but it's really nice. I mean, I think it's been really well received and in the industry, I've got to know a lot of the big guys or the big names. Um, Dave Asprey has obviously become now become my colleague and an investor in the summit. Yeah. Um, and um, I'm having fun traveling the world, speaking and yeah. sharing the word. So I, I think I've done quite well in a few years, apparently. So, um, yeah. You know, if I'm an eight year old kid, I don't know what the heck biohacking slash health optimization is. What would you say that is to somebody who doesn't know what the term is? I think biohacking is the early adopters. It's the funky stuff. It's a funky name. It's very addictive. And it's about preventative health as well as clearing up health issues. Whereas standard health or medical system is more about putting fires out that have happened. Yeah. And if you ask the doctor, you know, what can I do when there's nothing wrong? He will say, well, you've got nothing wrong. <laughs> Yeah. You know? um, so for kids, I would just say it's about um, preventing ever getting ill. And we all know a granny that's not done too well or mm. someone that's died of cancer or family that aren't too well. And, you know, it's heartbreaking to see. But you can the smartest people I meet are actually preventing by putting the things in place sure. and knowing the data, looking at the data and going, actually, here's the data we've got from what's working, what's not. And this is what I'm going to implement into my life. Mm -hmm. um, I think like, for instance, a lot of coders developers out there and they're smart guys they're doing very very well in the tech world if they apply that data approach to looking at the health industry yeah. and what they can do for their own body to make sure that they're that ultimately the script runs right then then they do best and I think for for younger kids I think that is the right mindset to be in yeah opposed yeah. to let's not service the car until it breaks down that's really interesting <laughs> yeah and no, I hear that um is it more a case of like kind of food oriented stuff or, or product oriented stuff how does it how does it how does the oh, kind of could, divide yeah, work it's fair i mean biohacking is actually a mindset yes yeah. it's just a mindset nothing else the technologies like red light therapy for healing has been around for a very long time in the alternative health space collagen peptides have been around for a long time uh, coffee has been around for a long time but obviously it's been upgraded with you know coconut oil and yeah. collagen and um, butter um, yoga is yoga it's not necessarily a biohack but if you're a biohacker that's a systems thinking approach to optimizing your health and performance yeah so you say what is in my tool belt that I can use so that can be looking at the right nutrition based on your own uh, needs your own looking at your gut bacteria and optimizing it yeah like, based on what you're deficient in um, it can be using red light therapy it could be like using the trampoline i got here oh well, yeah um, it's, a, it's a nice trampoline <laughs> pretty sizable as well as quality um <laughs> but it's like someone that's um professional um trampoliner is it trapeze whatever trampolinist Tra yeah <laughs> um would say that they're not a biohacker but yeah. a biohacker using one to biohack i.e to help the lymph flow and to get the body mobile and right. to keep it active and to help digestion and vagal uh, vagus nerve tonality yeah um it is a biohack and the same with grounding it's an ancient thing to do and yet as a biohacker it's a fundamental for me yeah so so really it is problem solution mindset using it's an art and a science of optimizing your health and performance yeah. and 
not waiting till something goes wrong. Right. Food, supplements, trampolining, walking in nature, yeah. sunlight, looking, yeah. seeing sunrise, seeing sunset for the benefits of that, yeah. using supplements or IVs even, yeah. nootropic smart drugs yeah. when you're in the right country and it's legal, things like uh, microdosing, psilocybin okay. for cognitive performance and yeah. mind expansion. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You know, as, a, as a someone who is, isn't as um, familiar of the, in the scene of what, um, you know, what the kind of things you can do are, if I, and if I was sort of wanting to try something out that would be quite easy to do, what would be the... What would be an easy thing to get into, do you think? I mean, it's obviously hard to tell because you don't know my body system. But, mm. you know, what, what's, a, what's a typical one that you, you see people, like beginners, do? With biohacking, yeah. you mean specifically? Yeah. Okay. Um, I think the one thing that a lot of people talk about right now is sleep optimization, yeah. And I, I, I have yeah. talked about it a fair amount myself. Yeah, I have seen that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think people that didn't sleep didn't survive. Or people that slept during the day and not at night, got eaten. They didn't make it to this point. So we don't have it in our genetics very yeah. often. Like true night owls, actually a friend of mine was telling me about this the other week, true night owls don't really exist. Yeah. We all say, oh, we're a night owl, but that's because of the blue light that we get that stops us producing melatonin. There's probably one in 10,000 people that are actually a night owl, yeah. and yet you can probably name 20 of your 50 <laughs> friends that are night owls, yeah. probably yourself included, maybe, I don't know. Yeah, I work a lot of nights, so yeah, yeah maybe yeah. I am a night owl, <laughs> so, <laughs> in theory. <laughs> yeah, so if you start wearing blue blocking glasses, that actually stops, the, stops you from being awake so much. It means that you produce your own melatonin in sleep. So I'll take it back. Yeah. Sleep optimization is probably the most important thing you can do. That if there's one thing that you focus on, it's that. Now the reason being is that we evolved sleeping and that obviously prevailed for a reason. It also is because during the day we are collectors of energy, whether it's energy from the sun, mm. which we spend most of our lives in a house covered in clothes so we don't get a lot of it. Yeah. So we get also energy from food as well as nutrients. We collect this energy through the day. And then when we sleep, it's not just to shut our eyes and rest for a bit. It is actually to use the energy that we've collected during the day yeah. to reverse the damage we've done during the day. And all sorts of cleaning processes and things happen. Now, if you're not sleeping long enough and you're going to bed too late and waking up early and playing with the device before you go to bed so you haven't got any melatonin, which is actually an antioxidant, um, and is amazing for health, not just for sleep. Yeah. 
then you're not going to be reversing that damage, therefore aging quicker and also having more chronic health issues. So if there's one thing you ever do, it's optimize your sleep. Right. Now, within that is to track your sleep. Now, don't put your phone under your pillow like some of these apps will let you do because you have EMFs buzzing right next to your head all night mm -hmm. long. And that's, electri that's electric and bad for you, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And I won't bore you with all the details. Um, but the way to track it, my favorite way, is to get a Fitbit or an Aura Ring. Now, an Aura Ring is used by the NBA. Okay. And they've done COVID studies on it because you, you can monitor your body temperature through it, your heart rate variability, which is a very good indicator of overall health, resting heart rate, deep sleep, REM sleep, light sleep, activity, calories burnt the lot, just on this little ring that no one would ever know I'm wearing. Yeah. About 250 euros, something like that, I think. Yeah. Now, with that, you can tell, you get a, a daily sleep score yeah. and, um, and an overall, overall readiness score. So if you didn't sleep enough and your sleep score's low, and you exercise too much the day before it, say your readiness score is low, mm -hmm. don't push it today, yeah. recover today, use your energy wisely. Right. Okay. okay, so you can then tell, obviously your deep sleep, REM sleep, light sleep, whether or not you slept enough, and whether or not you just need to go to bed earlier the next day, and whatnot. So, you can then play around with different things like blue blockers before sleep, and wear them for three hours before bed, and see how much deeper you sleep, it will tell you how much of a percentage your deep sleep was or how much REM sleep and if you've got low REM sleep which is very important for us obviously um, try magnesium before bed and yeah. see if the REM score goes up try blue blockers before bed see if the deep sleep goes up use blackout blinds try to go to bed earlier do all these different things to gamify to see what equation it is for you personally right. to optimize your sleep the alternative route is you wake up in the morning, you're knackered because you went to bed too late. Yeah. You have a coffee really early, which yep. stresses your adrenals. Yeah. You don't hydrate properly with water with, with proper minerals and salt in it. Um, you um, just run out the door. You then work late until late at night with blue lights in your face. And probably for you being on TV and stuff yeah. as well, that's like a lot of blue light, which Loads. means not a lot of melatonin. Yeah. You jump into bed. You don't have all the, day to rep the, all the night to repair mm -hmm. the damage you've done. And then it starts all over again. Yeah, yeah. Opposed to going out of the one thing in my life, other than the lady in your life or your kids or whatever, yeah. you should respect is your sleep yeah. more than anything. Because if you have a bad, bad night of sleep, one night, imagine if you don't have any sleep, how ruined is your day? Completely. Now, take 10% off of your good sleep. You're, you don't realize how bad it is, but your body does. Right. And therefore your performance, your mental capabilities, everything will be ruined which is why people like the NBA now finally are catching up and getting their players to wear this when you look at you know whether it's you know you look at it from a gender perspective Tim like you look mm -hmm. at kind of um, you know men and, and women when they come when they come to attitudes towards their health would you say that men are more lax about looking after their health is I know it's a very wide and generalized sort of thing to ask but is, is that kind of a trend you've seen? It's a bloody good question. <laughs> and it's very on point with the moment as well. Yeah. Um, I think men are a bit more rugged generally. Yeah. And um, can endure more beating and battering and therefore care a lot less. And females like the rugged look generally. Um, whereas females are a little bit more delicate. And I'm not trying to be sexist here. They are. We are originally, if you go back to our ancestors, the cavemen protected their woman. 
and the woman didn't have to be in fight or flight all the time. They didn't need to look out for threats. They had their man for that. And we are protectors for that. And this ties into John Gray's work, uh, John Gray, Men Are From Mars. Um, he was a speaker last year as well, actually. Mm. Um, men that are um, CEOs or bosses or whatever in a work setting or provider setting have high testosterone. Men at home nurturing have higher estrogen. So epigenetics are based on our environment changes our hormones. Right. Women that are stay at home and nurturing have higher estrogen and more childbearing. Women that go to work and have high powered jobs are sexually charged and have higher testosterone. Mm -hmm. This is fact. Mm -hmm. Like this is fact. And there's many, many tests showing this. Okay. Yeah. It's not me being sexist in the slightest. This yeah, is yeah. this is how we evolved. Yeah. Now the thing is, is women need to like for instance when they're uh, a strong woman has a stronger man around she will drop into more feminine mode and be become more feminine mm -hmm. and be um, able to be nurtured and looked after and um, and as a result historically speaking they didn't need to be so rugged but they are much more um, intuitive with how they feel and understand their bodies because of things like their monthly cycle whereas guys don't have that they have the luxury of just getting on with it and not giving yeah. a crap so as a result they're generally more intuitive with their health and know what they need more yeah. and for what what their man needs as well yeah um but i do think that as the world has turned more from females nurturing more uh, being so nurturing in as the average i'm not saying on the specific they've become more providers themselves. They need to earn money to pay for a roof over their head before they find their man. Their testosterone is higher. It's harder for them to have children as a result. Um, but as a result of them raising up in terms of their masculinity and testosterone, they need to find a man that is actually higher than them in mm. testosterone, significantly higher than them. And it's becoming harder for them to do so because the men haven't changed in terms of what they're, what they're doing, but the women have. Yeah. And so as a result, you're getting men that are perceived to be more feminine right. and um, care about how they look more and, and women that are becoming more masculine we're becoming more of a level playing field so to, to go back to your question is that this is all considered within the health piece as well if a woman wants to have a baby but, and she can't but she's got a high powered job and she has high testosterone how can you expect to, to get pregnant so they are very intuitive with this and a lot of women actually was, so who is it that was saying to me last week oh when when my mum was pregnant she just knew she just knew she just knew her body as well yeah, and was like, yeah, yeah. interesting yeah. Um, and um, so I think guys are becoming more aware of it and yeah. I think terms like biohacking has been predominantly male and it's been run by males but in the last year we have actually seen a shift towards female health as well female biohacking and i think the term health optimization actually one of my goals for the summit last year was to have it 50 percent male 50 percent female which hadn't been done before now by targeting health optimization it says biohacking it's yeah. much more feminine approachable word I got you. yeah we target health fitness medical wellness nutrition biohacking paleo keto yoga fitness all of this stuff into one pace opposed to biohacking which is male predominant as a result we had 49 percent yeah. females 51 percent male yeah so it shows that the awareness is definitely shifting and yeah. there's some really good female biohackers out there yeah really good ones and um 
the area of what they're going into right now and talking about is things like looking at their monthly cycle, knowing what happens to their cycle throughout the month, knowing what their body temperature does through the month, knowing yeah. their susceptible days for pregnancy, for ovulation, when they can have sex and when they can't. And, and I mean, it's really changing very quickly. I've learned a lot in the last month specifically around really? this as well, which is why I said it was a timely question. So, Interesting. Yeah. Okay, appreciate that. Where can people go to get some more information on the issues you've talked about? Mm. And also, we did uh, mention about the summit, the health optimization mm. summit that you're running. So, yeah, give us a quick bit of info about where people can find out more about the, the, the terms that we're talking about and also mm. where they can learn more about what you're up to, too. Mm. Yeah, so I'm predominantly on Instagram, yeah. at Tim Biohacker. Yeah. Uh, that's where I keep up to date with all the, the cool biohacks and my journey. Yeah. Um, the summit is healthoptimization.com yeah um 2021 we've got people like dr mccola dave asprey from bulletproof executive paul yeah. saladino who's the author behind carnivore code yeah um just like the lineup is world class but in london which doesn't ever happen wow okay. um so yeah so um yeah health optimization summit is also on instagram as well yeah um yeah. with all the speakers and exhibitors and everything that's happening so it's a pretty cool event two days 50 speakers, 60 exhibitors, 1,500 people, um, two days in Olympia, nice. London. So, yeah. Wow. Okay. Good venue as well. Brilliant mm. stuff. Myself and Tim Gray talking there. So thank you so much indeed for your time listening to this podcast. It's really appreciated. Please do subscribe to the Manzilla podcast if you can. We're at the usual platforms, Apple, Spotify, Google. Uh, just hit the subscribe button wherever it is you are uh, listening to us. Uh, that would be much appreciated. And you can also leave us a comment as well in those pages too. That would be great for your thoughts on the show. And if there's any ideas you want us to try and explore in future shows, that would be amazing too. And also follow us. We're at the usual platforms as well, at Manzilla Online on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook and YouTube as well. So that would be great if you could do that too. So much appreciated for all that. But I just found Tim's chat about sleep so interesting, you know. I mean, it's one of those things we just take for granted. I don't know if, you know, what line of work you guys are all in, but, I, you know, in my industry, it's very, very, it's a sleep-deprived industry effectively. It's shift-based and, you know, a lot of antisocial hours and it's it's tough because you try and think, oh, I'll catch up at some point and you, you never really do. And, and then it eats away at you and you kind of, you feel the effects of it. So, yes, yeah, sleep is critical and taking care of your sleep is almost just I think it's just as important if not more important than than the stuff you eat and drink so yeah I mean I this is one of those shows where it could have gone on for a lot longer but you know I think if you're interested in any of the stuff that we've sort of touched on or talked about then try and do a bit of your own research go away have a bit of a think about what works for you and if there's any further advice you wanted I'm sure you could just drop Tim a line on on Instagram DMs he's really responsive so yeah, I'm not sure if he wants me to announce that out here on the podcast, but I've just done it. So, yeah, drop him a DM if you've got any questions. Um, yeah, so thank you so much for listening. Subscribe to us at all the usual platforms. Check out Tim's profile. All the disc- all the uh, links and are in the uh, description in the show notes, so uh, you can click on the links there and find your way from that, really. So thanks so much for your time again. This has been the Manzilla Podcast. Have a great day.
Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 